in this process of leadership and holding women in their power, which is something I really desire to do, we can recognize that just because someone is paying you, just because someone is in your energy and they're in a container that you've created doesn't mean that they are any less than you. It just means that they are here to experience something that they have a gap around. Hello, my love, and welcome to the Boldly Courageous podcast. My name is Melissa Martin. I am a business and embodiment coach and creator of the Boldly Courageous community. Just like you, I've walked through some dark seasons in life, and I know what it's like to start over again and write a new story. This podcast is here to activate you, to show you what's possible when you embody your power and walk with courage and fear in the pursuit of what sets your soul on fire. Each week, you will hear authentic conversations with thought leaders and visionaries as we dive deep into topics such as spirituality, business, money, relationships, sexuality, and so much more so that you can fully embody your boldly courageous self. Are you ready? Let's drop in. Hey, real quick before we dive into the episode, I need to let you know about something really, really special to me. So if you're anything like me and you've had this calling on your heart to start a podcast, but you have no idea where to start, I want to introduce you to the incredible team that I have worked with literally from day one of launching Boldly Courageous over at Podcast Co. They have just released a self-paced course called Launch Your Fucking Podcast. This program will literally take you through step-by-step step of launching your podcast from start to finish. You will learn everything about how to create and find the foundation and mission of your podcast, how to come up with the perfect name, get super clear on your audience and the structure of your show. Also, you will learn how to record, how to produce, how to edit, and also hosting, music, creating the perfect perfect cover and building a successful launch strategy. Basically, by the end of the program, you will have launched a podcast that feels authentic and expansive to you, labeling you as the expert that is ready to impact and grow your audience in whatever phase of life they may be at. So all you have to do is go to the link in the show notes, use code boldly courageous at checkout, and you will get a hundred dollars off the launch your fucking podcast course. So now let's jump into the episode. Hello, my love, and welcome back to the boldly courageous podcast. As always, I am so grateful that you are here with me today, wherever you are, whatever day it is for you. I'm so glad that we get to have these conversations together. Thank you from the bottom of my heart for walking on this path with me. And I wanted to share today some reflections on last week. I hosted the devoted retreat in Sedona, Arizona, and it was interesting. <laughs> so incredible. Like I am really still trying to find the words and the feelings to really articulate what the experience was. And there are so many facets to it and a lot of lessons, but the overall theme that came through for me was leadership and what that looks like and how leadership and holding space for women and this idea of pedestaling 
and hierarchy is completely shifting. And I've alluded to this in a lot of my conversations with you through the podcast, through the Facebook community, through my social media, that my desire with leadership for me personally and with my communities and the women that I serve is to be the example, not necessarily to be the expert. And what was really interesting with this experience was that I found myself in many different roles, holding space in several different ways. There's a few different sides of this that I want to share. The first was really creating space for magic. And this is something that I talk about a lot of just like, it's so easy to plan everything out. And yet when we surrender, there are certain things that like you just can't plan for magic that you just can't plan for soul contracts, coincidences, like you could not plan certain things better. And I really do believe that when containers like this open up that God or source spirit universe, whatever you believe in, has a predetermined plan. Like there are soul contracts, like these women that said yes to being there were meant to be in the room alongside of those that were there facilitating. So I invited two of my closest girlfriends to come with me to share in their gifts, to co-facilitate with me in their areas of expertise that I knew would round out the experience and were places that I'm not an expert at. And just the similarities and the synchronicities that happened was incredible. And the, the thing about retreats is that, you know, as a, as a facilitator, there's a lot of moving parts. Like I did this, I'm not going to say I did it on my own because I certainly had support, but I didn't come into this experience with an event coordinator. I know how to do events. I've hosted hundreds of events, large scale, small scale retreat style, like hundreds of people at a hotel, you know, events in people's living rooms through my, through my career in network marketing. I've hosted so many different types of events. And something that is so important to me is experiences. I am an experienced person. Acts of service is one of my love languages. Quality time is one of my love languages. So of course, retreats would be something that would fill me up in the way that I like to receive, but also in the way that I like to give. And so creating spaces for women to feel seen, to feel heard, to feel nurtured is so hugely important to me. So coming into this, I was feeling so much anxiety because there were a lot of logistics to plan between um, getting the house scheduled and working with all the brand partners for the gifts and the swag to coordinating the menu and grocery shopping and what restaurants we were going to be going to, to activities and the daily planning and who's going to go when and the flow of the retreat to, um, getting my retreat participants to and from the airport because it's two hours from Sedona, right? Just making sure that the women that are coming with, with me to co-facilitate also feel supported, ensuring that when we got to the house, the energy was right. The furniture flowed. There are so many moving parts and it was all like, like what I learned this week hosting this retreat about one of my superpowers, which I kind of known, but didn't know is that I have this capacity to hold a lot. Like, wow, I am so proud of myself truly, because not only was I able to hold space for the logistic, we'll call it the masculine container of the retreat of all the planning and the logistics. I was also able to facilitate a space for 
my facilitators to be able to do their job, so to speak, and, and their gifts in a way that they felt seen and supported. And then I was also holding space for the participants that were there as well. And then my own experience. So like, even as I'm speaking this out loud, I have to just give myself some fucking credit on how incredibly powerful I am. And that's the end of that period. Like I'm a fucking badass. <laughs> I've said it. Um, so it was really interesting coming into this experience, holding space logistically, and then also in, and also like really creating the space for the women to come in and have their own experience and just navigating different personalities and the fear that comes up when you're going to retreat. Um, you know, a few of the women that were there had never been to a retreat before. They didn't really know what to expect. We're all coming in nervous and, and, and scared and unsure and coming out on the back end of it were relationships and friendships and sisterhood that was so beautiful to witness. And so being able to just witness my, my sisters, the ones that were facilitating in their magic was mind blowing. Like it really felt so good to me to know that I've created this platform with women that I've invited into this retreat experience. And I've given the women in my life that I love, that I've learned from, that I believe in their gifts an opportunity to share their magic with women in my world. Like the collaboration that happened was so incredible. And just the teamwork, everything flowed. There was no drama. There was no tension. So leading up to devoted, I felt a lot of anxiety in my body. I was worrying a lot about the logistics. I really wanted it to go well. I really wanted to make sure everyone was cared for. And it did take a full like 24 hours of being in Sedona for me to fully drop in. And once I was in, I was there and everything went so smoothly. And the first night we had dinner and we sat around this beautiful table while the sun was setting and you know the women they they got off the, the airplane and they showered and they got ready and we had a beautiful dinner and the tears were already flowing the first night as we were getting to know each other and really setting intentions and the walls started coming down and i shared a little bit about you know my story and some of the things that had happened to me and monique who was there facilitating did the same and lauren who was there was facilitating did the same and then the women that were receiving, we all just kind of, we started to feel like this de-armoring process happened. And then the next day, which was I, which is what I call day one, cause it was a full day was really all about pausing and becoming present to what's here. So we worked through some meditations. We did some journaling exercises. We did card draws. We really tapped into intention setting and what was, what was the thing that we really wanted to uncover. And it was like the layers started to peel back, but there was still a little bit of like resistance and, you know, fear, which is normal. And in the afternoon, we did a gorgeous hike with a vocal activation, which was really, really beautiful. And it just helped our participants to drop more deeply into their body. And of course that night we had a beautiful dinner and more connected conversation. So things were going well, but Friday, Friday was the day, this was day two or day three, depending on how you look at it. <laughs> but Friday was a day of shadow work. And we really went into the shadow and we really looked at the inner child. And there was one thing that happened that felt like a domino. One of the women in our process opened up about an experience that she had had that she'd never shared before and was navigating feelings of shame and feelings of, of fear and abandonment and not being seen and heard. And even in the moment, fear of 
sharing her voice of vulnerability. And it was such a beautiful moment and a reminder for me. And what I want to share for you about that is that the bravery and the willingness to be vulnerable, to go first, to open your heart in this way creates a domino effect. Like this one thing happening opened the doorway, opened the gateway for all of us to go in more deeply and feel more connected. And it was so beautiful to witness. But for me, what I was experiencing in that moment was this battle between holding the space for this person as the facilitator and also my own emotions around her experience. So I felt myself being like battling with fighting back tears and wanting to embrace this woman. And there's an old paradigm that's running in my mind around like, where's the boundary in that? Because, you know, the, the old school mindset around coaching or therapy is like to be neutral, right? We don't build friendships. We build coaching relationships and I'm, this is an edge for me. This is something that I'm actually navigating right now in my own life and business of like, where is the line between mentor and friend? And what, what are the rules that I am creating around that? So this Friday opened up the doorway and it was like, we arrived and we like dropped into this deeper level of connective connection between one another. And in that evening, we did a beautiful forgiveness ceremony. Our, my sister Monique took us through a sound bath healing and it was beautiful. And again, in that moment, what I came up against was this confusion of, am I receiving or am I facilitating? Because Monique was doing the sound bath. I was wanting to receive, but we were doing inner child work and we were doing forgiveness. And what I was struggling with was really giving myself permission to go to the places that Monique was inviting us into as a participant, knowing that I'm also facilitating. And is it okay for me to go in and receive and have my own experience alongside of the women that I'm supposed to be facilitating for? Or do I kind of hold back a little bit and stay on the peripheral? And so that was something that I was really navigating. And it was so interesting because, um, when one of the girls started sharing, one of the women started sharing her experience, my friend, Lauren, who was there facilitating with me started crying. So I started crying and then Monique was crying and we were all crying. And I just, I just like surrendered to it. And there was a moment where we were going around the circle and we were kind of sharing like what we were currently experiencing. We were talking about our inner child and like sharing pictures and it came around to me. And I decided in that moment to be as honest and raw and vulnerable as I could be. And I shared my truth and I shared the fact that this is the edge that I'm experiencing right now, that I'm having this emotional experience for myself, feeling very deeply the void and loss of my sister and also feeling the, how proud I am of what I've created and how I'm holding space for this retreat. And so navigating through grief and sadness and also like pride and excitement. And also the last component of, of that was the leadership piece of how do I have my emotional experience and how do I feel empathy for the women that are in the room and also hold space? Like, is it okay that I'm crying? Is it okay that I'm having my own experience? What does that say about me as a leader? Am I, is it okay that I, um, 
receive from my participants. Like if one of them wanted to offer me their perspective or their love or a hug or, you know, holding, or even just being present to my emotional experience, is that okay? And it was such a beautiful moment of growth for me from a leadership perspective, because it came back to the root of what I believe in as being the example and just showing other women what leadership can look like, that it doesn't have to be this like stoic, boundaried, one arm length away type of mentorship. Like the, the way in which I desire to work with women is on a soul sister to sister, human to human level of my expertise is different than your expertise. My strengths are different than your strengths. Like I would never feel awkward or weird about going to my sister, Monique, and having her facilitate a sound bath for me. And then her coming to me and asking for support around something else in her life. It feels very bi-directional. And in this process of leadership and holding women in their power, which is something I really desire to do, we can recognize that just because someone is paying you, just because someone is in your energy and they're in a container that you've created doesn't mean that they are any less than you. It just means that they are here to experience something that they have a gap around. And so in that moment, I really started to feel this idea of a hierarchy or a pedestaling crumble even further in my own leadership that like, we're equal. We each have unique gifts. We each have different strengths. Some of the women in the room are amazing in real estate. And I don't know anything about real estate. And I might be really amazing at guiding meditations and, and facilitating, you know, spiritual healing. And that might not be this person's wheelhouse. It doesn't make either one of us any more of an expert or any less of an expert. It just means that we have strengths in different areas and it's okay for us to walk equally side by side. I'm not above you. You're not below me. We're actually equals and we get to hold and facilitate space for each other. And that is the type of work that I desire to be doing. And so it was such a visceral, physical manifestation of the embodiment of the work that I have personally been doing. And it's showing up in the real world. So it was such an interesting experience to like see it in the 3D, <laughs> like literally right in front of me and have these women in my life just hold space for that experience. And what it created again that day just felt like such a powerful day and new relationships, like the depths of our relationships were like solidified even more. And the opening that happened was just divine. It was really beautiful. And then the following day was goddess day. And this was the day that we, you know, because we'd done so much clearing the day before we really got to step into what was possible. And so we went into a future self meditation. We hiked to this place called the birthing cave, which of course was so perfectly designed for birthing a new story and stepping into new energy. And my sister, Lauren took us through a beautiful mirror uh, exercise of doing some mirror work and divine feminine embodiment. We were dancing and twerking and throwing rose petals. It was so much fun. And then we celebrated with a family dinner again, our final dinner together. And my 
soul sister, Kelly Kuzman, who I've had on the podcast before came and celebrated with us. She's the founder of Kayla gray. And it was just the perfect ending to a perfect retreat experience that I literally could not have asked for. I wouldn't have wanted anything to be different other than having more support around event planning coordination and meal prep. So for the next retreat, okay. I'm checking those things off. I'm thinking about what can I be doing differently? What different types of experiences can I create? So yeah, that that's really just where I'm at right now. And just to kind of give you a little recap, and if you want to see a behind the scenes of, you know, what the retreat experience entailed, maybe you're curious, you can head over to my Instagram at the Melissa Martin. And there's a highlight on my Instagram called devoted, which is the Sedona retreat. And you'll get to see kind of a sneak peek of, or behind the scenes rather of what that fall retreat was looking like. And so I am feeling so grateful and just honored to have these women in my life and that we got to walk through this life-changing few days together and the bravery that these women, you know, demonstrated and just the, the sovereignty that each one of them hold and the reverence that I have for each one of them in their power. Every single one of these women walked in their power and were such a beautiful mirror for me of holding space and truthfulness and vulnerability and that everyone's on a different point in their path. And what it really does look like to be an example and to lead ourselves through that is just like, it's still landing and integrating in my body. But what I do know is that I'm so called to this work and it's just fucking delicious. And I'm, I love it. So what is next for me from here? So as you know, October has been a big month. Um, the next thing that's on the docket is two things. One bold moves 2.0. I had every intention of hosting this masterclass in the month of October and it didn't happen. So it's going to happen in, in November, which is totally fine because there's even more content and information that's coming into this masterclass that I'm so excited about. And then I will be opening doors officially for enrollment into the next offer, the next program, which is called embody. And this is a six month group coaching experience where we're going to take everything that happened at devoted. And we're going to anchor it into a six month experience of accountability and a process of taking you through your own personal power to shift one particular area in your life. It could be money. It could be relationships. It could be career. It could be self-love, but there is a, there is a framework to personal power and real embodiment. And I'm going to walk us through that over the course of six months together with some guest facilitators. There's going to be a fun celebratory retreat at the end. So I am like just grounding into that doors will be opening for that in November. And you'll be able to hear all about it on the bold moves 2.0 masterclass, which will be free. Um, so I will be including the link to sign up for that masterclass in the show notes and more details on that are coming soon. And I'm just, I'm already planning for the next devoted retreat. The, um, wait list actually opened this week for the, our registration opened to those that were on the wait list this week. The next devoted retreat will be in Tulum, Mexico, April 19th through the 23rd, 2023. And it's just going to be even more amazing and beautiful. So that is the update. That's what I had on my heart to share. I know there's so much more coming, but to be honest, 
I'm ready to be done talking. I've been talking a lot today and I just wanted to come on here and kind of give you a quick, some synopsis of the retreat experience, fill you in a little bit more on what is coming. So stay tuned and I love you. Thank you so much for being here. And as always live your boldly courageous life. Thank you so much for living your boldly courageous life with me today. I am beyond grateful for you and this amazing community we are building together. It's truly my mission to get this message out into the world and empower others to step fully into the life they've always dreamed of. I would be so incredibly grateful if you would join me in this mission by sharing this episode with your friends and heading over to iTunes to leave me a five-star review. And until the next episode, remember to live your boldly courageous life. Bye.